Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. The only way to bag a classy lady is to give her two tickets to the gun show. It's Monday Gun Day with the gun guy. Just watch out for the guns. They'll get you. Stop calling your arms guns. He's a Second Amendment scholar. He lives in a gated community in Zinesville. <laughs> it's the gun guy, Guy Relford. Yeah, that one one of two on those. <laughs> um uh, so is there still beef going on between you and this this guy Lubbers, the the advisor from the Sharif uh, well, campaign? Well, he is, <laughs> he has bailed on the ongoing dialogue. But by the way, I always have to thank our sponsor oh, yeah, for Monday Gun Day, Premier Arms in Brownsburg, with the largest selection of new, used, and historic firearms in the Midwest, and PA Jewelers located right in the store. Check them out at thirty seven fifty four South Green Street uh, in Brownsburg or PremierArms.com. But to answer your question, Nigel, I mean. Lubbers tried to come back at me on social media a couple of times, Not and, and I've, I've posted all that. I've posted, I took screenshots, I put all out there on my Twitter at Guy Relford, um, and and it didn't fare well for him. Me, I, and this is the guy that's the main advisor to yeah. Jefferson Shreve, and who was the campaign manager for Richard Luger, who advised Richard Luger that he should support an assault weapon ban and 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 other liberal policies that eventually earned him an F rating from the NRA oh. that got him beat in two thousand. 2012. So same guy. So that, and, I've, I've, and I've really been fascinated about that connection. But anyway, yeah, he tried to come back at me a couple of times, but um, he got his butt kicked rather <laughs> dramatically, and so he's 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 bailed on those efforts. But I'm not done by any means on social media or otherwise. For instance, uh, and I hope we get into this. You know, today there was an op-ed in the Indy Star that talked about how gun violence is down in Marion County. What is gun violence? Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. That, you know, that's, what that's where that violence is. That's where you, you you make a mistake and buy a violent gun, <laughs> and it and it jumps off the you know jumps out of your safe one night in the middle of the evening and, and murders people. Calls like, you a few names and goes off by itself. Yeah, exactly. But uh, anyway, and 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 so uh, that you know crimes committed with guns and murders committed with guns uh, are down in Marion County pretty significantly, thirty percent according to this op-ed. And he cited statistics, and I thought, wow. From the record high, though, right? That's from a well. It's from a record high. That's right. Which was just a couple years ago. We're not talking about twenty years prior. Boss Hawk said here. We're talking just a couple years ago. Well, that's exactly right. But consider this: this is since we passed constitutional carry. Yeah. And 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 what did everybody say was going to happen after we passed constitutional carry? And is constitutional carry getting getting any credit the for that? Wild because, West here in Central. Right. Area. I mean, I'm sorry. More law-abiding citizens are, are going to be armed and able to defend themselves. You think gives criminals second thoughts about coming to Indy or Mary County and committing crimes? I certainly think so. That's you mean what, all that's those dumb people it. on Twitter that say this means anybody can get a gun? Yeah, right. Wrong yeah. guy. Is that yeah. what you're telling me? Anybody can carry a gun anywhere uh, under. They don't uh, have to pass a background check. Yeah. yeah to buy a gun or anything no i mean you know it's all (laughs) ludicrous and anyway so so the the violence uh is down in marion county since we passed constitutional carry and lo and behold what do both the democrat and the and the and the quote-unquote republican i'm sorry you got to put jefferson shreve in you know republican in quotes uh want to do they want to repeal constitutional carry i mean you can't make this stuff up are you surprised that they have basically just doubled down on this? Because Nigel was telling me earlier, and I haven't seen it yet, but they're 
the Shreve campaign's now running new commercials that are basically they're bragging about bragging it. Yeah. about this whole. We're gonna thing. take away those assault weapons. We're gonna raise the age limit to. We're gonna raise the age to twenty one. We're gonna get rid of constitutional carry. Yeah, and 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 what I can't figure out and to answer your question. Um, I'm not surprised because, look, you can't come out and announce something that dramatic, that that significant, and then just say, oh, never mind. Yeah. Right? I mean- Can't backtrack on that. You jumped off the high dive, and you're just hoping there's water in the pool when you land, and you you can't change your strategy in midair. So so they're all in on this, which doesn't surprise me. However, what I can't figure out, and the idiocy of, of this as a campaign strategy to me that I just can't get over. I mean, I can't believe these people are this dumb. And it, to me, it completely disqualifies them from public office. And and look, I've never called Joe Hogsett, you know, a, a brain trust. Uh, <laughs> but these people are, are dramatically dumber in my mind because wh- wh- why do they think that someone who supports Joe Hogsett's gun control plan, who's voted for Hogsett in the last two elections, who's a who's a Die in the wool Democrat who likes gun control, likes Joe Hogs, that likes likes Joe Hogs's gun control proposal. What makes them think they're going to draw away Joe Hogs at voters simply by simulating the exact same plan? Are they going to go, wow, I, I kind of like the fact that's coming out of Jefferson Shreve's mouth more than the guy I've voted for in the last two elections? And it's a plan that will never become the law. No. Let's be honest. And here's the thing that bothers me, and I've said this time and time again. Whoever these people are running Jefferson's campaign, did they get a free toaster with their political science degree? (laughs) Because this plan that you love so much from Hogsett, there's a better chance of me becoming the new starting running back for the Colts than that becoming the law. (laughs) But they looked at that and said, hot damn, this is what we want to hitch our wagon to. All he had to do, all Jefferson Shreve had to do was to come out and say, Look how desperate my opponent is here. He wants to do stuff that will never become the law. I'm a negotiator. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to work with the prosecutor on the other side of the aisle. I will work with these judges. We're going to keep the bad guys locked up longer. That's my plan because I'm a deal maker. Instead, he's saying he's a deal maker because he wants to talk the Republican majority into going along with something they're not going to do. See, and that's such an important point, Jason. And I talked about this on my show on Saturday. And I talked about uh, going into a break. I said, when we come back, I'm going to talk about why Jefferson Shreve is more dangerous than Joe Hogsett. And, and, and I'm sure people are out there going, wait, what? No, they, yeah, Shreve's a Republican. Uh, we know who Joe Hogsett is. And when we came, we came back from the break, and I said, here's why. I said, Shreve is bragging about the fact that as a Republican, he's got relationships with Republican lawmakers to where he's much more likely to be able to convince the Indiana General Assembly to either repeal or somehow modify the Indiana Firearms Preemption Act, which is what is necessary for this ridiculous and idiotic gun control plan to go into effect. And he's saying, as a Republican, I have relationships with legislators that are going to allow me to go over into the legislature and violate your Second Amendment rights and undo all the hard work that went into getting constitutional carry passed that is keeping law-abiding citizens safe in Marion County and all across the other 91 counties in this state. As a Republican, he's touting the fact, bragging about the fact he's got more of an ability to infringe our rights than the Democrat does. He's more dangerous. He's more dangerous. And I've had all kinds of people come at me on social media going, wow, you know, how much is Hogsett paying you to to get him reelected because, you know, you're you're talking all this about Shreve. I go, look, 
Shreve killed his own campaign when he came out with his idiot proposal. And we talked about this the day it came out. I came down here. I talked to you guys. Yeah. And we all said he just blew his chance. He had a puncher's chance before because he's got a lot of money. He's done. We both said on the air, all three of us said his campaign's over as of today. Well, guess what? It is over. Um, and, and so we never had a legitimate chance. At the same time, what I don't want is for voters to actually reward him to be a Republican who's willing to go to the state house and, and, and fight to infringe our, our Second Amendment rights. we got enough Democrats that do that every day of their lives. For a Republican to do it, oh, hell no. As much as we've all been talking about how much we can't stand Joe Hogsett now, he's driving the city into the dirt. And as repugnant as this is, and it makes me a little sick to my stomach, I'll take four more years of Joe Hogsett before I want Shreve to even come close in this election. Let me ask you this question, and I think I already know the answer, but I want to be sure. If Jefferson Shreve comes out with a series of commercials ripping Joe Hogsett, asking where he was during the nights of the riots, was he in rehab, was he intoxicated, all these who rumors was that are in going charge? On. Who was in charge? Does that move the needle at all for you? Well, no. I mean, that's like my wife, you know, having kicked me out of the house because I cheated on her, you know, I, but I come back and I say, but wait, babe, I brought roses, <laughs> you know, fair enough, and, fair enough. You know, okay. I mean, what? I mean, yeah, ordinarily that might do some good, but I'm sorry. I, I just committed a sin. That's a death penalty in my house. Jefferson Shreve has committed a sin. That's the death penalty, I think, for any Republican voter in Marion County. And, and, and I'm sorry, he's established. He can't be trusted. And once you establish you can't be trusted you're done and, and there was a great quote somebody put on my social media i wish i could take credit for it but i love it and i've repeated it several times he said i hope it goes as terrible as this makes me feel because i cannot stand joe hogsett i hope hogsett wins by saddam like percentages in this election <laughs> and, and i heard that and i went uh you know what i couldn't agree more if it was 98 to 2 in this that tells me that uh, Shreve and any future Republican who wants to stab us in the back on the Second Amendment the same way uh, will get the message. Indiana Republicans, Marion County Republicans, yes. not just individuals, we're talking about organizations, need to learn something here. Monday, Gunday, Guy Relford joining us here on the Hammer and Nigel Show. Guy, you touched on this a little bit earlier, but there was an op-ed in the Indy Star from some local progressive Democrat basically doing a victory lap that gun violence, however you want to categorize that, right. is down over the last couple of years here in Marion County. Now, it was at a record a couple of years ago under Joe Hogsett's watch. That was before constitutional carry came into play. Right. And since then... They've been doing victory laps, patting themselves on the backside. But it's funny. I don't see any of them talking about constitutional carry here. No. And, and listen, th this op-ed is actually, and I, and I posted it on my social media. Um, it, it actually, you know, I'm sure we don't agree on many political issues, but it's written by a gentleman named David Muhammad. And it's, I think it's, it's well-written in the sense that he talks about some of the violence reduction policies. We're talking about other than gun control. And that there are these community violence interrupters. And there's a program now, for instance, that uh, will look at, at, at violent offenders who have been released, look at their social media and where it looks like there's a beef and, and someone's at a high risk of, of being a victim. They'll go out and they'll try to intercede. And, 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 and I'm sure 
some of those things are paying some dividends as well. I want to be fair about that. But to your point, what's interesting to me is the timing all lines up because we were told it was going to be the wild, wild west. We were told there was going to be blood in the streets. We were told it was going to be horrific effects. Oh, you still see that from stupid people on social media. All Indiana is one of those states where anybody could get a gun, which is a total lie. And it's not an unprecedented constitutional carry is not something new. No, it no. is here in this state, but there's like, what, 25 other states that have had it for years? No, you nailed it. We, we were the 24th when we okay. passed it. Two more have passed it since then. There are now 26 states that have it, so a majority of the states have it. And get this, both Jefferson Shreve and, and Joe Hoxton have called this a, a an extremist view. In fact, they were, they were talking about how they were going to uh, bring the Republican Party generally, not just in Indiana, the Republican Party generally back uh, to a position, you know, of, of logic um, and, and and good sense, and and reject extremist policies like constitutional extremists. More than half the country has it, so you're exactly right. But but what's interesting is, listen, the the all the forecasts of doom, and we've seen this over and over and over again. I was then testifying for a bill about being able to allow um, people, law-abiding citizens, to leave a gun locked in their car on school property, as long as it's locked out of sight. And we immediately had these predictions of doom and gloom and mass shootings and school shootings in Indiana are going to go up by 10x. And none of that happened. None of that. It never happens. It didn't happen when we went to a free lifetime license. It didn't happen when we passed the preemption law. Because everything's still pretty much the same, other than one piece of paper that says license on it. And you know what? When you enable law-abiding citizens to defend themselves and their families, violence doesn't go up. And and most states have figured that out. Indiana, uh, thanks to our majorities that we have in the General Assembly, has figured that out. But we have still all these, these shrill voices who just don't seem to get it and don't want to give us credit. Where can we contact you at guy uh, at guy relford on twitter man i'm building my twitter following so get on there give me a follow at guy relford guy relford thank you 